Well, hey there, and welcome to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Blank. Glad you're here. Hey, we've been talking a lot about platform building recently. In fact, I did an episode on it in 235. Check it out, because without it, this might be a little weird, because you won't know what a platform is and, and what it's good for and if you should have one, because a platform is really necessary as you get into capital raising business. Uh, you can raise a great amount of money from friends and family, but you'll come a point where like, gosh, I can't raise any money. How do I add a zero next to what I've already raised? And the answer to that is you got to build an online thought leadership platform. That's what we talked about in episode 235. So make sure you go back to that. The next question is, oh my gosh, this is great, Michael, but I'm not sure if I can do it. Is it right for me? Am I, am I right? And, and what I normally hear is that I hear like, oh, this is great online thought leadership platform, but you know, what? I'm not a good writer. I don't like the way I look on video. I don't like the way I sound in a podcast, right? So these things are not for me. It's just not for me. And the truth is none of those things are true. And we're going to talk about some of these, what I call them lovingly false beliefs. Okay. It's not that you're wrong. It's just that you're thinking something that actually isn't true. So we're going to talk about some of the things that I've heard people say about why they should not start an online thought leadership floor. And none of those things are actually true. We're going to talk about that directly in the show. So make sure you stay tuned. You're listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast, where we'll talk about all aspects of buying apartment buildings with a special focus on raising money from others. And now. Your host, Michael Block. So to help us debunk some of these myths about Platform Builder is Patricia Sweeney. Patricia has been in the digital marketing space over 10 years. She's worked with some of the biggest names in the digital marketing space. But more importantly, she's been helping us deliver what we call the Platform Builder program, uh, where we actually teach people how to build a platform better yet. We actually do it for them and we turn them into content producing machines. We've had over 50 people go through that, that workshop. In fact, we have a live webinar coming up on the 28th of October. If you're watching this at 8 PM Eastern, and you can check that out later on. It's at platformbuilders.com. But I want to bring her on the, on the show because, gosh, we've seen a lot of people. And what we've seen in that is a transformation going from, I can't do this, to becoming content producing machines that uh, literally attract dozens of new investor calls on their calendar from the platform that they build. So let's get Patricia on the show. Patricia, how's it going today? Hey, Michael. Lovely to be here. Super excited. And I don't think there's much I like more than doing all this digital marketing stuff. So super happy to be talking about how building platforms really impact people in their business. It really does. Before we get into this, give us a little background. I kind of, you know, kind of gloss over a bunch of stuff, but talk a little, brag about yourself a little bit, Patricia. Okay. Well, let's see. I just turned 40. So, and it's interesting to know that I've actually been an entrepreneur for over 20 years because I actually got started in that being your own boss game when I was 19 years old. So the idea of creating your future, um, having financial freedom, no matter what that looks like, that's totally what I'm about. And the path that I took with that was actually in the digital marketing space. And so really my focus over the last, over a decade now, very specifically, has been kind of to be the secret weapon, so to speak, behind some of the largest names that you see online today, coaches, speakers, authors, you know, people who travel the world and speak to thousands of people from stage, people who have New York Times bestselling books, right? These are people who really have a message and a passion to get into the world, what it is they want to do. And I've always been the person kind of behind the scenes, helping them create strategic automation that helps them actually drive revenue with those types of platforms, if you will. And so that's what I love to do. I also run a digital marketing services agency. Um, and I also, I'm a mom of three and I currently live in Austin, Texas. 
You know, it's it's true that there's a, a lot of tech in marketing. You talked about automations and people hear about automations and funnels. And what I love about you is that you are not only creative, you can write and, and graphically design, but you also have a bent for the tech side. And uh, what we're doing, uh, one of the strengths that we have at Nighthawk and is that we are very tech savvy. And we use that to essentially attract and cultivate more investors that then become comfortable investing with us. So tech is a is a major component, but a lot of things we hear a lot, especially when it's so awesome when we see new participants coming into the into the program. You know, let's lovingly call them clueless about digital marketing. Now, most people that come into our program have raised, you know, typically at least a five hundred thousand uh, dollars, or sometimes even more. They're very successful syndicators in their in their own right. But they have reached a plateau of, of their ability to raise capital. And we can help them with that because the solution is an online thought leadership platform. But one of the things that we hear a lot is, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I'm not a techie. You know, I'm not a techie. I don't know. I don't really don't want to know. And so I guess my, my message, and I'll ask you what you think about it, Patricia, in a second. But my message is that, that we are in a point now where we have things that we didn't have five, six years ago even that puts this in our grasp where we can become a master of the digital marketing space very quickly because there's three things that we have now that we didn't have before. We can get a message out so easily via social media like we've never had before. That wasn't that wasn't the case 10 years ago, right? When we had phone and email maybe, but social media, my gosh, I can reach so many people on Facebook or LinkedIn and Instagram. So that's number one. Number two, the technology out there that we have right now is is never been easier and more powerful to use before. There are programs that are just graphical. You can drag and drop and graphically design things and they generate stuff in the background code that we don't even know. It just works. Uh, technology that that makes uh, virtual calling or texting, that makes sending broadcasts very easy, that make the idea of automation, that make it easy to build pages, that create funnels. All those things are easier than ever before. That wasn't the case, you know, 10 years ago. And then lastly, we have this idea of global virtual assistants where we can hire unbelievably qualified people in the Philippines or Latin America that for very affordably have super high uh, knowledge about all these things, video editing, website design, creating logos, all these things uh, that are available now that we can actually outsource and delegate these things for. And so the combination of that makes the platform building more accessible than any before. And what, what are your thoughts about, about that, Patricia? Yes, I totally agree. I, you know, it's interesting seeing the transition just in the last five years of what's available out in the digital marketing space. And what's awesome about what we do in the Platform Builder program is really we can take anyone who wants to build a platform and help them learn how to work with these tools in a very specific and yet simple way. And it then supports them in growing their syndication business, right? So even if people come in and like they've never written hardly anything in their life, they're not even not super technical. They're like pretty much not technical at all, right? It's just so very step-by-step -step and systematized. And again, that's kind of one of my superpowers, um, which is why I love delivering that in the program. It really just, it just works, you know, because of all of these great tools that you mentioned. So what are some of the other sort of limiting beliefs that you see our participants run into? Yeah, you know, we hear a lot that, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the time because the digital marketing space is so unknown. There's so much to learn. It can be really overwhelming that people are like, well, I don't have the time to learn this. And even I did, it's like the tip of the iceberg. Well, I learned, I learned about how to, how to do websites and then, and then I got to learn how to edit videos and then I got to learn how to write. Then I got to learn how to write headlines or I got to learn this and that. 
And so at a result, they basically say, because these are, these are all successful entrepreneurs in their own right. Uh, most of them, many of them are full-time syndicators or they're about to be, they're, they're super busy and successful. They don't have 20 hours a week to start learning this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't either. Shoot. And I didn't in the beginning either. The, the trick really is to delegate and automate. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we talk about a lot is to delegate and automate. You know, you're, at the end of the day, your highest and best use of your time is to do deals, find deals, raise money. And in the context of platform building, the highest and best use of that is to create content. Create content does not mean making it look pretty. That's production or designing it or making it look pretty is basically, and then, and then distribution is getting it out there. Right, so the distribution of content, putting on social media, posting it there, getting an email out—that's all distribution. You can delegate that, you can automate that, but what you should not outsource is the creation of the content because it's your message. You will find that you will have a message to potential passive investors about this alternative investment called multifamily syndication. It's wondrous, it's fabulous, it's almost too good to be true. But most people in the stock market don't know what it is, and they're not comfortable with it. So your message to the millions is: Let me tell you about this cool thing. Let me educate you. Let me make you comfortable. And you will find that you're speaking directly to your potential investors through blog posts, through emails, through social media, through video as well. And so your best use of your time is to create that content. It's your message. It's your voice. But the everything else should be delegated and automated. What are your thoughts on that, Patricia? Yes. And I think that there's this idea, even once the content's created, it even becomes kind of part of your automation, right? That's the beauty of having things on the internet. Once you've taken the time to put your own thoughts and your own perspective, right? And your own voice into the content that you've created, it's literally on the internet, telling your message and sharing your perspective with all of your potential investors on autopilot, if you've had it distributed. So yeah, like I don't think the person who is wanting to be the speaker and wanting to be the syndicator needs to be a digital marketing expert. <laughs> That's not the highest and best use of their time. That's right. Now, one of the things you get a lot uh, because you have a digital agency is people come to you eventually because they want to outsource their marketing, particularly the, the, the distribution and, and the production of content. But in the beginning, uh, you probably hear, you know, when, they, when you have a call with people, I can save money by doing it myself. <laughs> uh, you know, I get that. And I'm a do-it-yourself kind of guy, you know, and I did a, because I have a, have a tech background, I was able to do it and actually kind of enjoy it. But was that a best use of my time? Probably not. Uh, but what do you tell people that says, you know what, I don't know if I need your services because I can, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think there's just two ways to look at it, right? You've either got more time than money or more money than time right? Typically that's the kind of the very basic way of doing it. But then I think the other end of it is like thinking about resources across the board, right? Time is a resource. Where are you spending your time learning a specific expertise? If Do you want to be a digital marketing expert? And is that where you want your focus to go? Or do you really want to learn how to be someone who can syndicate and capital raise, right? What is it that you want to do? That's exactly right. And and I, I've, heard, I've heard people Literally, some of my peers told me how they got to have their website and they literally told me to spend 25 grand on their website. And the result was so inferior because the digital the agency that they hired didn't understand syndication. Syndication is a is actually a, a very unique thing. It's not like I'm building a website to sell a course or some online event. It's, a, it's kind of a different thing. And they basically had to fire them and start over. And, and that's not the only time I've, I've read that. Also, in my own experience, I have actually hired people on Upwork because I was like, I'm going to hire someone in the Philippines for $5 an hour. And oh my gosh, the amount of time you spend interviewing and finding people 
is staggering and your success rate is very low. Now, having said that, because I, I have done it before, you can find people for very specific tasks. This is why Fiverr works so, so well is because I can find someone and all I need is a, is a logo. And there's people who will crank out a logo. I can come up with a single, very specific thing and I can hire people in Fiverr for that. The challenge I found with do-it-yourself, and it took me a long time to figure this out because I hired my team together. I basically created my own almost digital agency myself. I would hire a writer. I would hire a graphic designer. I would hire a video editor, a podcast editor, and I have all these people on my team. So if you think about the process of putting out a single piece of content, let's say it's a video, it touches different disciplines, right? So yes, I'm going to create the video. I'm going to put up my phone. I'm going to create the video. Boom. Great. But now I need to edit this video. Well, am I going to edit that video? Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But now I need someone to edit the video. Well, now I need some pretty thumbnails or some swoosh sound or some transition to make it look good. At least I need a thumbnail. Well, how am I going to get the thumbnail from? So I need to get, I need some kind of graphic designer. And that person is different typically than the video editor. Okay, great. Well, now I need something, I need a headline and I need a description for the, for the YouTube video. Well, I can write it, but where I hire a writer now, I got to hire a writer. Well, then I have this great idea that maybe I want to put out a blast on social media. Someone's got to write that. I need a writer for that. And then I'm going to write an email. That's probably the same content. So I haven't used the same writer, but then I need someone to post it on my WordPress site. Oh crap. That's kind of a tech thing. Uh, So now I got to hire a tech person. And so what I found myself doing is I had all these people on my team that it took me great length to hire on Upwork or other means. And I normally went through several other ones. And it was unbelievably time consuming until I realized it's just easier to basically hire almost a digital marketing agency who gives me a slice of everyone's time that I need. So I hired them to put out a blog post or put out a video and they just take care of it behind the scenes. And while that does cost money, at the end of the day, what is the value of my time of having to manage this entire process? So really going back to, I can save money by doing it myself. I don't think you really can. I think it's better to hire a digital marketing agency who has all these disciplines, who gets what you want to do, and they take care of that content. This is my own personal uh, personal opinion because I have gone down this, and I'm a, like I said, I'm a, I'm a scrapper. I'll do it yourselfer, and that's really been really a challenge of mine as well. And so we'll see. You know, some of our participants. You know, what do they do? I mean, there's a spectrum. Like you, you see, as they go through the program, what are some of the decisions that some of our participants uh, make as they move forward? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms specifically around this of like believing that they can do it themselves, I think that the idea of it's nice, but when they start actually seeing the sophistication, right, that you've been able to apply, like you said, you know, your and your capital raising what you've been able to do over the years, it's sophisticated, it works. You're able to raise a lot of capital at one time. And so you've built the system over a number of years. And so once they actually get into the program and see all the different layers of this, they're so happy (laughs) that we're gonna handle it all for them. Because while we do spend time making sure that all the participants understand about their marketing, they get the flow, they get all that stuff, I want to make sure that within the program, like they're focusing on the thing that's going to actually drive their business forward. And that's going to be focusing on becoming someone who raises capital, not someone who knows how to build all these individual components, right? And then tie it all together technically. So I think what really we see is as people, some of them kind of get in, they're like, oh, maybe I can do it myself. And they're just so relieved that pretty much they can just show up to the calls do what they need to do each week. And they're going to walk away from this program with an entire platform. They wake up in the morning and have someone on their calendar who wants to talk with them about their deals that they've never even heard from. And I think they just get so excited about that. 
I think outsourcing is key when you're putting out content for, for sure. But the problem with that is it requires an investment. And sometimes it's difficult to justify any investment. And my experience has been that syndicators, while they may have a certain competency in finding deals and raising capital, they have an underappreciation for content marketing and putting out what's entailed and the ROI. So I want to talk about that because some people just can't justify hiring anyone either on Upwork or a digital marketing agency. And so we covered that in the episode 235 I referenced earlier. We kind of talk about the ROI of this one. I want to reference it as well because here's the thing. You as a syndicator, a would-be syndicator, you are running or will be running a multi-million dollar business. That's what it is. If you're running a business, you have to approach it like a business. Any good thriving business has revenue coming in and it reinvests a portion of revenue to attract more revenue. That's called marketing and sales to some, some degree, right? So in our, in our world, in order to attract more revenue, we have to attract more investors so we can raise more money that then generates more acquisition fees and equity and distributions and asset management fees. That's a revenue generator. So we need to scale that up. And the way you scale that up is by investing in your platform. A key component of the platform is regular content creation. We talked about that here at Nauseam. You're going to create a content. And my our recommendation is that you outsource the production and distribution of that content so you can focus on creating more content and raising more capital as well. So the ROI is that's it, right? You have the revenue coming in, coming from your investors. And the secret ingredient is to reinvest a portion of that. We recommend about 20% of your acquisition fees back into the online platform building business as well. So I don't want to go into detail ROI, but you know you can maybe talk about one or two examples of some of the, the ROI that some of our participants have seen in a very short order once they launched their platform. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at this point, we've helped over 50 capital raisers come through our platform builder program. Um, It's really been my privilege and uh, pleasure to work with every single one of them. And it's really kind of super cool. Like once they begin to get their assets together and they're they're finishing out and they do their marketing consults and all that stuff that comes with the program, they literally get so pumped. (laughs) I had one of them come back and say, oh my gosh, I've got like 30 calls booked on my calendar this week. How do I not have as many? (laughs) So that's a good problem to have. And then I know that just in our last uh, round that we had, literally within three days of us turning over the completed platform to one of our students, they were getting up to eight downloads per day on their content, people opting into their list who were going through the process. And so it's been really exciting to see how, that. How do, they, uh, how do they get the word out about their, you know, their, 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 so people have these lead magnets. We talked about that last time where they've downloaded some special report or a tool of some sort. How do they get those, uh, the word out and get those eight downloads? Yeah, I mean, really, because we spend so much time, right, like being really clear on a very specific way to create that content and then distribute it and how that looks and whatever, we actually are creating some of that content throughout the program. So really simply, like they're just distributing the content and exactly the way that we show them how. And so it's naturally kind of the word is spreading. And, you know, they do different things because we actually go over several different ways that people can promote themselves because some people prefer different mediums. Maybe it's a podcast or it's LinkedIn or it's this or that, right? So depending on where they choose to share the content that they've created, then that naturally gets people interested in the way that we craft our call to actions and, you know, all that fun marketing stuff has people showing up. Yeah, it's magical when our participants wakes up and have you know, eight calls on their calendar. Like, what are these people doing in my calendar? Where do they come <laughs> from? Oh, well, they went through the automations and the funnels 
and downloaded your, your free report and yeah. I received a series of automated emails that educate them about multifamily investment and ask them to schedule a call with me because now they're interested in talking to me. And it is a magical thing. And so this is why building a platform is so powerful in attracting investors. So anyway, we talked about some of the, you know, I would call limiting beliefs around, I'm not a techie. I don't have time. I'm not a writer. I can't produce content. Uh, I'm not sure about the investment. And so hopefully we talked about that. I want to talk about some of the biggest mistakes I've seen people make. And it's it's typically what I love is having conversations with people, you know, kind of before they come on the program, because this is where we get all these ideas about, you know, some things that they think are true around what is required of a platform. And obviously, we, as we talked about, they're not required at all. But people also make mistakes, and especially around when they try to build a platform themselves. In fact, sometimes they don't even know exactly what a platform is. Like, for example, this is classic. I don't really need a platform because I already have one. Well, what do you have? Oh, I have a website. Like, okay, that's not a platform, Patricia. <laughs> Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of, it reminds me of the whole field of dreams. Like if I build it, <laughs> they will come, right? Yeah. And yeah, you can have an online presence, right? We talked about a lot of these sort of tools and things that are available today. You know, people can go put up a website for free. And just because you have a presence of a web page, it does not qualify a platform, right? And I think that, yes, you have to have a website. We definitely talk about how to utilize a website because it's just one tool within many that actually go into building a platform. But having a website by itself is not enough to position yourself as a thought leader. And that's really our goal here. Well, that's right. I mean, let's, let's talk about some of those other components. We're going to talk about the second, this free download. We talked about that. That's a necessary component. Uh, and then there's a series of automations that are emails behind the scenes that people receive that move them from one stage to another. For example, once they download this free report or whatever the case may be, this freebie, well, what we want them to do is we want them to join our investment club. Okay, that's what we want. So, so the next action we want them to take is we want them to fill out a form. Well, what if they don't fill out the form? Well, then we're going to chase them with a series of automated emails and uh, until they fill out the form. Okay, now to fill out the form, what we really want them to do to meet SEC requirements and also build a substantive pre-existing relationship is we actually want to have a conversation with them. We want to get to know them. We want to educate them. We want to answer the questions. And maybe there's a fit and maybe maybe there isn't. So we actually need them to schedule a call. And if they don't schedule a call, we're going to chase them until they do with automations. But if they do, well, the automations better stop because they're going to get really torqued after they had a phone call and they get an email saying, oh, why don't you schedule a call? Schedule a call, you idiot. I just did. So there's a lot of automations going on behind the scenes that move a person through the different stages uh, that's, that's required as well. And one of the things that kills me, mistake number two, is that people don't have lead magnets. They have a website. And they have no lead magnets. Okay, what is this lead magnet, right? It's this, well, here's, you can talk about lead magnet, but here's what, here's what kills me. People are actually successful. They establish an online presence and a social media presence. They get on a people's podcast and they have, they crush the podcast and the host asks them, well, this is great. How can people find you? And they say, oh, uh, I'm at xyzpropertymanagementinvestmentscapital.com, a website that no one can remember. Yes. And there's no particular compelling reason for them to go there because I just got your story and all the value is good for you. And they go away. You never get a single lead from that podcast. Yeah. Uh, unlike the podcast that say, hey, how can people find you? Well, I'm at some memorable URL.com because this is a, a, a this is a podcast that speaks to retirees, for example. You know, I have this fantastic free download, a special report where I talk about how retirees can never run out of money again. Check it out at so-and-so. 
Now, why is this useful? Because retirees, their biggest fear is running out of money in retirement. So as a retiree listen to this podcast, they're going to go doink. They're going to go, I need to go to that website. And when they do, they're going to download the special report and you're going to generate a ton of leads. So talk about why a lead, what is a lead magnet and why is it important? Yeah. I mean, you hear, you hear the terms say, you know, marketing speak and marketing jargon, they call it a lot of different things, but ultimately what we're really doing is we're creating something that's super valuable and it's meeting a need and it is addressing a primary fear or concern of our ideal client or investor, right? Our avatar, because that if you understand who you're trying to serve, then the content that you can offer to them can speak very specifically to a very specific concern that they have, just like you said, right? Now, making it pretty, making it flow in the right order, making sure it's readable, making sure it has the right sections and the call to action and all that stuff, right? Making a really, really nice professional looking PDF with all of those components and the right kind of content, all of that <laughs> is a lead magnet. But the actual you know, idea of asking someone to go to your website and get this valuable piece of content that you've created very specifically for them, that is a powerful call to action that allows you to build a list. When people are saying things like, oh, just go to my blah, blah, blah.com and get on my newsletter. That's Who wants not, that? Nobody Who wants, wants to get on that. a stupid newsletter? <laughs> I don't want any more emails. <laughs> but if it's tangible and there's really a clear what's in it for them, because at this point, like you're trying to help other people solve their problems, serve them. And so if you're able to do that, most effective way to do that on the front end, when people are just getting to know you is with a lead magnet. And so mistake number three, and we were guilty of this early on because we, we actually got the idea of a lead magnet because we have to build our list, get it. But then uh, we didn't really do anything on the back end. There was no one more emails that says, thank you for downloading email. Here's a PDF. And they never heard of us again. This was again early on. And we did try to do a capital raise and we struggled to raise money. We're like, what's going on? Our list is this many hundred people on there. And it's because we did not stay in touch with them. They never heard from us before. So, so that's a major mistake that people make. If they do have a lead magnet, they often almost always don't have anything after that. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, this is an interesting concept. A lot of the participants in the program, as you said, they're successful with what they're doing in an offline person to person networking kind of space, right? They know that it takes a relationship. It takes a conversation in order to move someone over into being ready to invest with you. So I like to always remind people, look, the fortune is in the follow up. And so in this digital space and in the sense of a platform, once you've done the work of getting someone to you grab that lead magnet because it's a value to them. Well, your next job is literally to follow up with them. And everything that we do, we want to do in an automated, which is therefore scalable fashion, right? <laughs> and that's exactly where the emails come in. So without that part, you're kind of just breaking the whole bridge. That's exactly right. So you've got to pay attention to that. Another mistake is, and this keeps people from getting started in the first place, is that they try to do everything at once. Mm. We've had some participants that have been kind of stymied by that a little bit. They kind of get overwhelmed with everything that's in front of them. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And it's interesting now that we've delivered this program several times and it's been lovely to really see the iterations and how beautifully people are kind of just swimming along now in the program itself, because there is a very specific like thought process and learning curves that everyone's coming into the program with. And really actually, regardless of where their business is, whether they have a website or whether they don't or whether they're this or whether that, we've really crafted it to be this very step-by-step process to allow them to just kind of flow step-by-step and not getting overwhelmed at all with the next steps because getting into tech overwhelm is certainly a thing. And if you're trying to do everything at once and also trying to learn it and also trying to figure out the sequence of everything, right? It's, it's, it's a very quick way to just stalling yourself out where you're not going to make progress. And it's been amazing to see, like we have a hundred percent completion rate of our program. And so that's very exciting. Well, here's the thing is that there is so much to learn in digital marketing. This is one of the reasons I love this because I'm still learning and I've been doing this for like six years and I just love it because I'm I'm a natural learner. So I love it. Some people aren't quite as natural learners and they get overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I just advise them and we advise them just to do one step at a time, right? Uh, build your core platform, which is what we do in this, in this program. We build it for you, which is your funnels, your automations, everything else, your lead magnet. And then you layer a one lead generation program on top of that. Pick your favorite one. There's so many out there. Pick one, okay? I'm going to become active on LinkedIn. I'm going to connect I'm going to connect with LinkedIn and I'm going to have conversations and I'm going to, I'm going to tell people about my special report. And I'm going to build my list that way. Great. Do that. I'm going to start a podcast. Well, great, you know. All these things take effort. You got to figure these things out. Then you kind of to, you create standard operating procedures, you start automating and delegating it. And it takes a while. I call these like these these plates that you have spinning. It takes a while to get the plates spinning, okay? It takes like yeah, a little while to get the podcast going. Once you have it dialed in, you have a process for finding guests, for qualifying guests. You have to maybe hired someone to produce the podcast, to post the podcast. And you kind of get into a rhythm. So you have that thing going. Cool. Plates spinning. Okay. With very little effort, it keeps spinning. Then you're like, what else should I do? Oh, I should, I should maybe get a little more active on social media. Okay. Well, great. Then pick one. You got like a hundred different channels. Pick one. Okay. I'm going to pick Facebook. Great. Well, now I need to educate myself about Facebook and what's working and what's not. And I start getting into Facebook. Well, that takes a little while to get going, you know, and you figure it out. So what I'm saying is you layer one lead generation thing over another one at a time sequentially. You don't sit there and start a podcast, start a meetup, get into SEO and paid traffic. No, that's comp- in a YouTube channel just for good measure. Some of our participants are like, I'm going to do everything at once. No, don't do that. Don't do everything at once. Do one thing at a time and add each layer. And every layer will start kicking off leads that are that lead to your platform. So you don't know you do anything. Every, and, and here's the other thing also, Patricia, there's, there's not a right or wrong answer, right? Because all these things work. It's just a matter of, uh, of picking one of them. Yes. Well, and you know what? I feel like that is one of the key awesome benefits of the community that we've built of our platform builders because they are all doing different things, right? And so we have this really cool mastermind that as soon as your platform is complete, because we do, we want to put a pen in it and say, hey, this thing is done, (laughs) right? It's done. It's ready for you. It's ready for you to actually get it out into the world. And then you move into the mastermind where you can then do exactly what you just said and begin to layer the different strategies and tactics right? But if you don't have the platform, you don't have the foundation to actually ask people to engage with you on, right? And so without that, (laughs) then you're stuck in the it's never done kind of thing. So just done is better than perfect. Well, and that leads me to the other other issue we see uh, quite a bit, and and that is uh, striving for perfection. And you deal with that quite a a bit. What What are you seeing for people that are trying to get it just right? 
Yeah, they just get stuck and they don't do anything, you know? And that, unfortunately, it's a very common thing. And, you know, it's a mindset thing. If you kind of go back to some of the limiting beliefs, this is, I think, comes up. And these are things that they, these things kind of get tangled up and they can become a problem for people. But we know that this is a thing. (laughs) And so we've actually structured our support system throughout the program to help people get over these humps. Because ultimately, even if they get kind of stuck in the mud of trying to make it perfect or they get into their head about, oh, this or oh, that, then we have a clear process to kind of just get it done so that we can put the pen in it and they can start taking those tiny little baby steps into moving them forward. Because if you don't put anything into the world, like the next step isn't available to you. And so we've really perfected, um, you know, and, and again, in the digital marketing, like services space, like this is a very common thing that people run into. So we have to be able to get it to done for our clients. And that's what we do. Yeah, I remember one of our participants, uh, we'll call him Spencer, because uh, that's his name. He was very uh, bent out of shape about a video that we made him, uh, I don't know, we recorded on a whatever, on a phone or something, and it was, it was awful. It was awful, and I hated the way I looked, and I posted it anyway. And then a surprising thing happened, right? You remember what ha- what happened? Great. He was like, it was so cool because I posted that video. I mean, I thought it was like horrible. And I had people reach out to me and thank me for the video and thought it was super useful. And so he actually had, you know, this positive feedback loop, which was great to see because guess what? If he hadn't actually just posted it, he wouldn't have gotten that like, you know, confidence in himself to keep going. This has been awesome. So we talked a lot about some of the false beliefs around uh, building a platform as a syndicator. And uh, hopefully you recognize yourself in one of those and you'll and you now maybe have a start to believe that maybe gosh, maybe these things aren't true and you can do it yourself as well. And we talk about some of the mistakes and hopefully you won't make those as you build your platform. uh, But maybe you'll consider joining us uh, as well. So hey, Patricia, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. Now, if you're interested in learning more about building a platform, then join us for a live webinar. We have October 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can go to platformbuilders.com and register. Uh, If you're watching this, uh, listening to this podcast after October 20th, 2020, that's okay. Uh, Platform Builders is going to be your home. We're creating a whole new channel for platform building. It'll have its own blog. We're working on a whole new podcast for that. Eventually have a YouTube channel as well. So uh, go there for anything platform builder related. Uh, We hope to offer these platform builder programs three or four times a week. These are actually live things uh, because we actually do stuff for you and with you. It's a done for you, done with you program followed by a mastermind to continue, get you producing content and growing your platform. I'm really excited about it because... It's really, what I love about it is that the impact is so immediate. As soon as your platform is live, you literally start getting leads and people, investors start booking uh, calls on your calendar. It's just a magical thing. I'm really excited about that. And it really changes the way, uh, it really develops a mission syndicators who thought that their mission was to do deals and now they actually have something to say to potential investors which is to consider investing in an alternative asset class so i'm really excited about where this is going so hopefully you'll join me for the for the journey again that's platformbuilders.com and i would remiss not to mention our own platform which is nighthawkequity.com and we have a lead magnet called what's the better investment stocks or real estate question mark and if you want to know the answer to that go then go to the michaelblank.com forward slash report and uh, you can get the answer to that. And if you are ready to invest with us and you are wanting to know about upcoming deals and go to nighthawkequity.com, that is our investment firm. 
We're constantly looking for new deals uh, and you can fill out a short investor form and you see, see some of these automations at work if you listen to this right now. And we're going to hound you to fill out the form, join the club, and then schedule a call with us because if you don't schedule a call with us, we can't show you upcoming deals. All right, so make sure you do that if you're interested in investing passively with us and you can see some of our platform and automations at work as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. You're inspired by building a platform and making a difference Catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast with Michael Block. For more free podcasts, articles, and videos, go to themichaelblanc.com. There, you can also download the free ebook, The Secret to Raising Money to Buy Your First Apartment Building. Till next time.